from the woods a trails rock podcast um, today we wanted to sort of touch a little bit on um, our theme for the year um, and our word of the year which is community and, and our efforts to really focus back on to what community means to us as runners what it means literally to the community that we are a part of um, i kind of want to wax nostalgic a little bit about group runs and, and how we got to where we are um, today but um, our group runs used to be like a thing of beauty. We would have 40 or 50 people. We would have uh, a front pace, a middle pace, a back pace. We would have some hikers showing up. People take different routes in and out of, of the trails, seeing each other as we went. And we would all gather back together at the trailhead afterwards. People would bring drinks to share and snacks to share. And in the winter, sometimes we would start a little fire in the grill or sit around a propane heater and just, yeah, we would sled, sled down the hills. So fun. We had a, a cookie exchange and a clam bake night, and we would run at Durand in the middle of the summer, and then we would all jump in Lake Ontario to cool off together. Um, and there was just some really cool things that were going on, and it just kind of went away during the pandemic, like so many things did. And it really didn't come back great. We started group runs back up when the pandemic was done and we would have two or three people maybe. And um, it wasn't the same as what it was. And um, at some point, our guest for today, Stephen Daly, reached out to me and he said, hey, I've got this idea on reintroducing the community back to each other. And um, I'm gonna let him um, talk about that a little bit. Um, Sheila's here with us tonight to talk about what group running meant to her. And um, yeah, I'll turn it to Stephen. And I guess the first question really, Stephen, is like, what was this idea about group runs that you brought to Trails Rock that you wanted to say, hey, I think we can do something different? Well, thanks, Eric. <clears throat> so as you guys both know, I was a huge part of group running when I reintegrated <laughs> back to Rochester, right? So yeah. I came back to Rochester in 2009. Really didn't know anyone, all your high school people move on. I knew how to run, but not really trails. Um, and that group run experience really helped introduce me back into a community, right? And that's what it was. It was a community of people like me. Um, and running was that vehicle for sharing time together. Um, it was really like a social outlet, yeah. I feel like. Um, like we met, that's how we met. That's correct. You and Pete. We're having beers in the parking lot after one of the runs. And one of you, I don't remember which one of you was like, hey, does anybody have a an opener, a bottle That's opener? Right. And we were like, of course. Right. And, and it's funny you say that too, because <laughs> I was talking with someone, I could point to about 90% of my friends and yeah. link them back Somehow to a to group running. run <laughs> and say, we met here, then right. we did something else. And then within those group runs, 
different relationships build out. You do different events together. Yeah. You support each other. Yeah, yeah, man. I think we've seen people road trip together. Yeah. We've seen Vacations. people. And yeah, we've seen people end up married. Yep. Like yeah. the, the group runs were uh, a big part of what was yes. going on on the scene here. Yeah. And uh, so my, you know, to keep it concise, my I seen the same thing you guys noticed. After COVID, it, there was this downward trend and the news and the buzz was community isn't recovering communities are recovering so i obviously think a lot about that because it was impacted me so much and really all of our health both physical mental our well-being is really tied to sharing time together we have to have a space where we can all just talk about our day right um this isolation isn't good for anyone so group running, for me, you know, looking at the landscape, I'm like, you keep talking about someone, and one of this is funny, because one of the things someone said, well, someone should do that. Someone should do that. Someone should do that. And I kept thinking to myself, that old cliche yeah. is, well, if not you, then who? Mm -hmm. So I said, well, I, let's, let's look at capacity. I don't have any young children. I have a flexible work. I have a supportive partner, future wife. I live in the area. I know the parks. I have all of my community friends are in some way engaged. Mm -hmm. They either know the parks, do the parks, love group running as well. This is the opportunity um, to, to do this. So that's when I came to you and I said, look, I have an idea, right? Everybody's got to have an idea. Right. And <laughs> it's scary because, you know, it's an idea, right? So ideas are scary because that risk of failure and leading, right? So taking charge of something. Not, it's easy. It's easier to take charge of strangers. But when you're working mm -hmm. with friends, there's even like a more. There's an element to that. Like, oh, I don't want to be step. You know, I'm not gonna step out. And so, but I decided to after some consideration and, and and to you know bring it to both of you and the board and say, hey, just get let's give it a shot, right? Yeah. So I think you you sent me an email or or maybe even a Facebook message and you said, hey, um, I've got this idea that might revive group runs might give us some of that energy that we we remember and loved and it was this um kind of a concept of ambassadors and regions so tell us about that what was your thought with these ambassadors and regions and what did that eventually what does it look like right now as it's taking off that's uh so i have this concept where one of the barriers to group running is the singular moment the the particular day on a calendar and in our region you know, six o'clock, six p.m. Traveling at night or after work is a challenge. If you live on one side or you live on the other side, and it really is a challenge. So, it so like we would have like a Tuesday at six p.m. at Durand, right? But maybe not everybody can make that. That's right, because right. the people in Victor. Do you want to get to the five ninety? Oh my god! Right. Like there's an accident on. every night. And in the wintertime, when most of us right. are preparing for spring training, or we're getting that New Year's resolution, or we're re-engaging, mm -hmm. um, or when it's dark out, <clears throat> one of the biggest things about group running at night is it's dark. Right. And we do feel safe amongst each other. If you're in a group. Other. Yeah. I'm not running alone at some of these things at night. And, and so the expectation is somebody's there for you. The, the region came up because there's enough of us that live scattered through the different four, I call it the four quadrants, <laughs> that we can host group runs mm -hmm. within those quadrants so that I don't have to travel. If I live in, in, in the West or the East or the North or the South, I have a small local group that I get with on a particular day. Mm -hmm. And the regional ambassador program is there's a leader in each region, right? So 
I develop my small group, and then maybe one day a month we all go over to Duran and we meet the the uh, North group, and we all get together, and it's just kind of these small little pods grow. It gives people opportunity to experience other parks, but it also disperses the burden, right? So that's the thing, is capacity. That's the challenge. Can I volunteer every night? No. But could I do it once a month? Well, yeah, of right. course. Now, if I'm doing it once a month, could I lead it once a month? And that's where that concept, and then eventually as this grows, how I see it is, we all come together at races. So I'm, I'm a regional ambassador in my group and I encourage my people to come and then, you know, and so on and so forth. And then you end up with a larger community instead of trying to eat that whole elephant at once, you do it region by region. Then it grows, and then you share. And- yeah, I've seen sometimes like people, a um, couple of different things. People could show up at a race, and you can tell that they're looking around, and they they feel like they don't know anyone, and and do they feel out of place, and um, they're waiting for that one person they know to show up. Or you can also experience the opposite of that, where you see people show up at an event and you can see that they've met somewhere before and they know each other and um, maybe they've run a hill workout together or maybe they've just been in the same parking lot at the same time because there was a run going on that they knew about and to see the interactions and see how different those two interactions are and which one are we trying to promote, right? Right. We're trying to promote that one where people are smiling and hugging and shaking hands and and like, hey, good to see you. Yeah, and it's funny because you ask any trail runner, and they'll have to talk about a big race and they'll say, you know what, the event, just go. Like I always tell them many on Jenny like that. Yeah, the race, yeah, there. The race is beautiful. But man, when you go there and after the race and we're all hanging out and you're seeing runners, uh, Medved has the same feel at uh, Muddy Sneaker or Medved Madness. Mm-hmm. The, the community really loves that. Yeah. That Medved Madness barbecue afterwards, especially if you yeah. get a nice mm-hmm. spring day. I was day. just about to see You've when the weather's nice. the winter and Madness is, you know, it probably snowed or rained a little bit during Muddy Sneaker and we hung out we dealt with it. But you get to Medved Madness and you get the barbecue. Yes. So the miles are awesome, but the barbecue and everybody's coming in and finishing and we're all in the same space. Right. That's yeah. cool. And I think what's unique about trail group running or trail running in particular is the fact that the the community space what what i was seeing um was that a lot of road runs are like this where you show up you do your run and you go home yeah right Mm -hmm. that's really not where i feel comfortable and that's not Mm -hmm. the space i'm I'm an extrovert as as you probably know (laughs) um i like people i like talking to people so that's what draws me so i'm i don't feel attracted to places and when you when you don't have that community element within trail running, you kind of get into that feel like oh, I just showed up and I'm going home, because you really don't know anyone either. Mm-hmm. Imagine you show up with ten or twenty friends. Oh, I ran with you at Menden, or I ran with you from Ellison, or Duran. Kind of just and it just takes time, right? It, it's kind of this somebody has to do it, right? We gotta kind of. Um, I like to see that develop on race day too, where um, <clears throat> you might be racing but also somehow feeling like you're part of something because either you pass somebody or they pass you, or maybe you're even running together, together with yeah. somebody that you've only met a couple of times, but you know, you've got that long climb coming up at muddy sneaker. Right. right. And it's like, you got a mile and you got a partner next to you that, that is like, Hey, we can do this. That's right. And, and off you go. And all of a sudden that hill doesn't hurt as much. The, the, the legs are not as tired. 
Right. Yeah, I think that's like one of the things that really drew me to trail running in the first place um, and running in general, but really trail running. Like I was not a runner. I was a soccer player. I didn't understand people that ran just to run. Like, what, what do you mean? You're just going out to run. And I think the social aspect of it and, and it becoming part of your social life was what drew me in and really kept me there. You know, like you, some of our best friends are people that we met through running. Um, and now we're part of their lives in other ways also, but it's just a really cool thing to see how those relationships can develop over miles on trails. Or even the group run that developed out of it, right? So we had a Medved group run on Thursdays, yeah. but it used to end at Daylight Savings Time. Mm-hmm. And Dennis Van Vertkov, he, he said, hey, anybody want to run through the winter? And we literally had, um, this is back, we had a, an email list that we would send out on um, Thursday morning saying like, hey, we're going to meet tonight at Blake Park. And Dennis and I would would lead the group through in the winter. And that the Tuesday runs came out of this because Sheila was there and <laughs> the group that showed up was too fast. They were right. fast. And, and it was icy. And it was, yeah, it was icy and it was really cold. And Pete Lacey and I both have asthma. And that night we were at Bay Park West and it was just it was too much and I was all done. And I think Pete wasn't terribly excited about right. running that night either. And we had lost the group and he was like, I have beers in the car. Do you want to just go back to the cars? And I was like, that sounds great. And on our way back to the cars, Pete was like, we should probably have a group that's meant for people who are just learning or, you know, are a little bit slower or some something that's like a little bit more welcoming so what is your feeling with the group runs that you are currently organizing like as far as people's paces um new runners those kinds of things or people who are very experienced runners who are really fast that's uh that was taken into deep consideration when i was so i've been thinking about this project for a while right the execution phase is like right now the to your point, we're going to get all kinds of runners. Right. And choosing the ambassadors was a very selective process, even though they'll probably hear this and they're like, oh. but um, <laughs> I, I, it's personality driven. And mm-hmm. because you have to maintain the spirit of group runs. Right. And community. Right. So you'll get people like Garth who can blaze a trail. Mm-hmm. But is when he shows up for group running or leads a group run, he leads a group run. Right. We take the group in consideration. So fast or slow, mm-hmm. either end. Um, and this is where the regional ambassadors come in because they have that a more intimate knowledge of their particular group right. in their region. So if, if me and, and Sophie and, and, and Rachel and Gar show up one day, we're the only ones there, mm-hmm. then we have that flexibility, right? right? But you have to be aware of the group. And mm-hmm. the group is designed for all paces mm-hmm. so if you get that one personality type who's like i want to blaze it up by all means but this group run is designed for group running and i always stay true to that because we've seen other group runs in the past where it kind of gets off the wrong right it loses its way right so the idea for this group run or these group runs is to build community yeah fitness is a byproduct of community <laughs> get healthy meet friends I mean, like Eric and I, we swim together now. Right. I've, I do all things with all kinds of people now through group running. Yeah. And, and uh, the last part of that is no one really cares, right? 
Right. Right. Group mm-hmm. running is a time where we come together as a community, as yeah. a community our space. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, so that's, that's how I see it developing. Yeah. And I think it's important to talk about a group run in that sense, because there are a fair number, even in the trail running world, like we don't like to admit it, um, but there are of um, what we call those like ego runners, right? They want to run off the front of the group for whatever reason. They just, they want to be, 10 seconds in front and to say like, Hey, why don't you come on back here and have a conversation with us? Because clearly you're fit enough to do that. Um, And sometimes it's as simple as asking that person some questions and it like reels them back in and and they get to see, Oh, so this is what this is about. Like, or if maybe they're going to push up a hill and nobody else does it, nobody goes with them because the group is the group. Um, and avoiding that sense of competition on group run days is really important. Sure. And, I, and one of the things I, like to, I want to introduce into the ambassador program, too, is sharing the um, route. And this mm-hmm. is we actually talked about in the last group run. Somebody said, oh, can I see the route? Mm-hmm. So afterwards, I showed them the route. Because you should be able to come to a group run, right? get the route if it's available, and then on your own time or with a friend you met mm-hmm. at the group run, on a Wednesday or day, when you're available, go do that same route and you can do it safely now because we've provided that ability and building those relationships. So, and you guys have seen it all before. Like, you know, you and I, we all run together on a certain group run, but I'm free Saturday. What are you doing Saturday? Mm-hmm. Why don't we go back and do that route again? Yeah, that's an interesting piece about one of the factors other than COVID about the group runs sort of shrinking a little where when we started, um, people had no idea where we were in these parks and um, people were just showing up and they were just sort of trusting us. And there were a few parks even where we weren't fully on. And we're like, well, we've got an hour. We'll we'll end up back here at some point. And we would, um, you know, we would lead all these people through the woods. And um, there was a few group runs where I'd be like at an intersection and I would say, okay, who knows how to get back from here? And it would be like crickets. Crickets. Nobody knew. Um, but then the groups, they started to learn the trails, right? And then, like you said, they branched off. And you didn't necessarily need Tuesday at 6. Maybe it didn't work for you, but it was your only comfort level of getting on the trail. But now you're starting to learn it, and you're starting to have more people to run with. And um, so maybe you don't come at Tuesday at 6 anymore, but maybe a, a separate group sort of springs off of that. Right, but I've seen – what I've noticed with that, too, is that's one of the downsides. Like, But I've always seen those people come back. Like, I will mm-hmm. always run a group run because – I don't go to group runs for my fitness level. Right. Right. Particularly it's for, it's a deeper connection to the community. And and then you talk about um, regional ambassadors. You talk about knowing your park, mm-hmm. like Durant Eastman park or the zoo right. trust. When there's a trail issue, mm-hmm. who are my local representatives? I can reach out to Eric and say, Hey, who, what do I do with this broken bridge? Or is right. there a project we want it? So it just really immerses you even deeper into your particular area. Versus me going off all the way to a place that I don't really have any personal, but if I'm walking my trails on Saturday morning, I also run on these on Tuesday, mm-hmm. maybe I have a more vested interest in it. And then developing that too. So I love the concept of the regions too, because I think we're so lucky in Rochester to have so many incredible trail systems yeah. um, and they're everywhere in Rochester. So we're, we're lucky to have that. And also I think there are people who are experts in their areas, like you're saying. Yes. And so it's nice to have people who know the trail so well to be able to lead us to learn, 
you know, to learn the trails better mm-hmm. um, and make it a safer experience too. I feel like it's within the spirit of the sport too. Of like, yeah. Sometimes it feels weird to drive 25 minutes to run for an hour and then drive 25 minutes back. So like, oh, you can get anywhere in Rochester in, in 20 minutes. And it's true, but that might end up being more drive time than run time. Correct. And I think when you think about like what this sport is, for some people, they have to drive to get to a trail. It's just the, right. the reality of it. But the ability to say like, hey, I'm getting outside mm-hmm. in my community in the nature that is around me is really neat. And having these regional places set up, you can go run anytime, anywhere you want, but having someone that is going to be, or, Hey, I've never run down there because right. it's not where I live, but right. I'm really interested in, in, you know, there's a run in uh, Mendon tonight. Right. right. Yes. And so like maybe somebody that lives all the way up in Hilton has been interested in Mendon for a year and they're going to drive down there tonight because they, they learned about it. That's great. I find too that like, it's intimidating. Mm-hmm. You know, we in the, in the, we live in a bubble, uh, myself and my friends, but when you look from an outside, it you just, people just don't walk into trails and run them. Like there's a lot of barriers to that. Mm-hmm. So you may drive by these great places. Like I have no idea. Right. The group run gives you that experience. It gives mm-hmm. you a safe place um, to do that. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I'm glad that they're, um, that they're back and I'm glad that you are, uh, Leading the way for us. It's been, so the challenge is time, right? I know that this takes time and, and I have a group, great group of ambassadors, you know, they would run free with this and, and, and really do a great job. And I think that's my intent. Um, So you, there's a lot more to come and we knew, you know, I think Eric, we all talked about launching this in the first of the year, Mm -hmm. you know, it's dark. It's the first year we get that right. But come shortly, everyone's. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. I thought the idea of starting it later was not optimal because I want to have a place already established right. for when people are like, okay, it's actually light out at five thirty. Mm-hmm. I want to hit a trail. I got a spring race coming up. That's we yeah. already have it. It almost it reminds me almost a little bit about this podcast, right? Like we've done two um, pretty brief introduction style episodes we talked a little bit about who we are as an organization then we talked a little bit about our races and it's like okay you might get 20 30 people to listen to that because and they and the people that listened already probably know about your organization but it's new right so this thing is new we're not right we've been going on for 10 years now but the this thing is new so like the same thing with the group runs and the ambassadors is it's new but i've already seen some growth right Mm -hmm. um one i had about the podcast i had somebody text me today asking aren't you supposed to put that out on wednesday so somebody was looking for it but for the group (laughs) runs i've seen the pictures and i've seen oh look at the numbers there like Mm -hmm. people are coming back it was raining it was pitch black it was cold and there was 10 people right you know in january in rochester new york well and i think that's part of the allure of group runs also at this time of year because it's hard sometimes to motivate to get out the door when it's dark and you just worked a full day and it's raining or snowing and the last thing that you think you want to do is go run but if you're you know you're meeting people and then especially if it becomes part of your social circle and people are texting and they're like hey are you coming do you want to go out for a drink afterwards or do you want to grab 
dinner, you know. I think about the Whiting Road Snowstorm group run from about yeah. six or seven years ago. <laughs> we should it, have probably canceled that one. <laughs> while, once we were on the road to get to this group run, which people had told us they were coming to because we were like, oh, my God, we got to go out in this weather. Right. A winter weather, like a, they basically said, don't drive. But right. it was like we were already driving. So we're like, well, we get to this parking lot and um, we are running in the single track and it was it was okay, but we had to go around that orange trail in the field, and it was a nightmare. It was—I right. don't know if you were there. It was like knee deep, just snow drifts, and we were getting pelted in the face with like thirty mile an hour wind. And um, we must have run maybe maybe a mile and a half that day. And somebody was like, "Does anybody want to go to the bar instead?" And the whole group went back to their cars and went to a bar. Right. And we waited out the snow while we were there and, and together, warm. You know, so that's sort of thing that pops up out of these runs. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's really the community, like you said, and I really, I think some, when you said that earlier in the year, it really resonated with me because that was, on the other side, you hear a lot, well, community, we're missing community. We're mi mm -hmm. And I think people are always waiting for someone else yeah. to do it. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. But, <laughs> and I also, in part of the ambassador program, we have some ambassadors that do some things and some that do others. Right. And my my focus is everyone in their own capacity. Right. Right. Everyone has their own skill set. Right. right. Your own capacity. I will not lead you around a trail. I will get you lost. <laughs> I have run every trail in the region dozens of times. But you put like a, a Rachel, a Sophie, an Andrea, right. a Jake on a trail, they'll just go and they'll give you the exact distance, exact time. Right. I'll get you lost. And I always tell people, I only run far because uh, I get my, lost. That's a survival technique, right? I'm going to run by time because I don't know where I am. Yeah, that's a survival <laughs> technique. I'm like, oh, I guess I got to turn around. So, um, so everyone in their own capacity. So part of this ambassador program, and as we grow it, it's whether it's volunteering at a race, doing some trail work, everyone in their own capacity. Mm -hmm. um, there's never a perfect person for a job and there's never a perfect job for a person. So what I'm trying to do is figure out People that show interest, mm -hmm. where they fit within the organization, where we can help with that capacity. That's one of the things I've asked all of them is, what's your capacity? Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Right? Um, because I recognize my own. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that, one of the reasons I committed to this um, program was because I do have the capacity. Yeah, right? for sure. And um, what a shame, right? And I could run anywhere, anytime. Like you said, Eric, um, it's actually easier for me to run from my front door and just go run. Right. Why am I driving anywhere to go run? Right. Mm -hmm. But there's more to it than that. And yeah, that's what I want to bring back. that come out of it. That's right. Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, to me, that's what it really comes down to is I think about the people that we've met because this exists, because people decided to come to a group run, uh, put on a group run, participate in a group run. And it's just, um, it's really a neat feeling when it works. Okay. So we're excited to um, to keep it going. We're really glad to have you on board. Absolutely. Um, and you know, keep telling these stories of where we came from and where we think we're going with this, right? Right. And that's you know that's part of the risk because you guys know me in a different capacity as friends. Now you're, you're entrusting something to me. And <laughs> so don't I know, mess up. I know my own skill sets <laughs> and I also know my own weaknesses. Yeah. And um, it's a, I take it very seriously. For me, it's very like mm -hmm. you know, I'm careful with. Um, I really, really, to me, it's an honor to be part of this and to give back and then to encourage. And, you know, lastly on this, I'll sharing. 
people sometimes, especially because social media is, can be so toxic. But mm. what I always try to remind, remind people that it also has the ability to reach people. Right. Yeah. When we're dealing with emotional isolation, mm -hmm. or psychological isolation, we can't change the world. Right. But what we can change is our own community. Mm -hmm. And we can do that by reaching other people. You never know who you're going to reach if you share a group around. Share it. Hey, we're all going to come out. And that one person who might be going through some things. Sitting in their house. They go out yeah. for an hour. They do a hike, run. They share right. their, they, they empty their cups on the trail. Mm -hmm. uh, figuratively, not literally. <laughs> and they go back and they feel better. Right. You may never see that. Yeah. Right. But it's an interesting concept. I mean, maybe that person was just at wit's end and they came out and somebody afterwards said, hey, do you want to run tomorrow? And all of a sudden, things in their life start to change. It does change. Yeah. That's, an, that's a powerful opportunity comes from community. Correct. And it's, it's you know, keeping it um, organized for people, keeping the stress off for people. Like, you should be able to show up for a group run and you don't have to figure it out. We got you. Right. Yeah. And our trail ambassadors are really good. They are. They lead me around. <laughs> so that's a really nice to be able to come in and just decompress. Yeah. Right. Um, the world is busy and there is a lot of pressure and there is a lot of isolation that we're coming out of. Take a deep breath, go on a trail, have fun, meet a new friend, go for a beer. Right. And to your point, Eric, when we had that uh, last one out in Durant, it was pouring rain, <laughs> ice cold. We're like, okay, we're going to go, yeah. but there's no one, no one's coming. Right. Yeah. Sure there's 10 people. Yeah. yeah we were texting about, you're like, should we cancel? I said, it's really up to you. Right. I'm going to be there anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, so my, you know, me, showed up. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't cancel. Yeah. So, but I, but I do want to say to you guys here that if there's road conditions that are, yeah, you know, I would never put somebody's. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's right. things that the group doesn't need to necessarily right. go through on right. certain days. But right. You'd be surprised. These people come out no matter what. People come out no matter what. And they love it. I know. They Which is stories. good. But you I think that that's. feeling, right? Of, yeah. We did something. That's yeah. what I was just going to say. And I think, again, that's the like connection piece, too. Like you have people that are waiting for you. So. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, it's a really cool feeling when, when that happens. Yeah, we had a little <laughs> a little technical glitch there, but we're back now. So I think what we, you know, we were, we were finishing up talking a little bit about uh, the amazingness of that community aspect and the cool things that came out of it. But I guess the next piece of this is like, like, where do you see it going? Like, what do you, you got, you said you got some crazy ideas. What are some of these crazy ideas you've got? What do you, what do you think? Group runs, where are they going? So group runs in my um, future planning are going to be community-based in your local regions. That's the that's the start of all this. I like to see inter-regional um, sharing or competition. I would like to see the north, the east, and the south show up to many on the journey one day and have that friendly, fun, hey, the north is going to crush the south this week, or the east is going to crush the west, or smaller um let, let each ambassador create their own events within their regions so i can go visit an event out in, in mm -hmm. uh, right hosted by uh trails rock west or hosted by trails right. rock north there's one i have planned in my mind for um the north going through the Seneca park zoo it's a 5k yeah right so it's a 5k that goes right through there. it's a beautiful trail right it's, but each each region hosting that and then long term if there's interest is developing a racing team for trails rock mm -hmm. i don't see why we don't do it i went to the region we've talked about it you know and i think like you said um 
people talk about a lot of things and there's not always a lot of people to put into action. Um, and it came down to capacity. I think it would be awesome. It would be very um, cool. There was a yeah. year at Sagahunda. I don't know. You ran it that year. Um, and we call it, what did we call it? The, the Sea of Orange or the Wave of Orange. Yeah. It seemed like every other runner was wearing a Trails Rock shirt. And there was orange, orange everywhere that year. Right. It was really cool. Um, but to be able to start to bring that back and show up at other places like that. Um, right. We've run races out of town where everybody ran representing Rochester. That's really what we're representing, right? right? And it's kind of a neat thing. Like, hey, Rochester is Rochester. There's a million stores you can run for, but mm-hmm. the trail community is just the community, and it doesn't have to be part of a profit-driven thing. It's just, hey, I like what these people stand for. Let's um, let's rock their shirt when we run. Uh, where were we in in Philadelphia when we did that? Oh, dirty German. Yeah, we did did that down there. Everybody's yeah. like, oh. Or sometimes we'll be around. People will be like, wait, you guys do that aid station at. It can you because they see the shirts, right? I'm like, that's us, you know? So I like that idea. Yeah, and I think it's, um, I went to the the cross country work, the championships here locally out of Fairport. I thought, man, I had that vision of like 12 starters in orange. Why don't we have that? Yeah. Because we have the people, we have the interest. So that's my long term goal. And I'm excited about getting there, but. You know, we have to be, we have to get through this process, and then so you have those different levels. If I'm mm-hmm. that fast guy who shows up every Tuesday and I want to run fast, I'm like, hey, would you be interested in you know wearing orange for the right. cross country meet coming up, right. or do a racing team at whatever thing? It's not these concepts aren't new; mm-hmm. they just need to be nurtured, yeah, developed, and then and and delivered. And um, you see it done well, and sometimes you see it not done so well. Yeah, I think that's a neat idea too. To um you know, give people an opportunity to almost feel some ownership of the space, right? Like they want, I want to represent something. So I also want to do that well. Right. And, um, that again, comes down to this word of community. Like why would someone put on an orange trails rock shirt to race? Right. It's because you want to feel a part of something. Right. So that would be pretty neat to be able to say, Hey, we've got this team or just when we're out and about people That's recognizing right. each other that way. We were at the, um, W2F and there was, mm-hmm. We were picking up flags. And mm-hmm. There was two older gentlemen that walked by, and they're like, "Hey, are you guys the ones that put down these nice walkways?" And right. We're like, "Yeah, remember? I don't know if you yeah. remember that." And we're like, "Oh yeah, this is Charles Rock, and we got to explain it." Well, we're like, "Oh my God, that is fantastic!" Yeah, right. So you affect more than runners, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And the name mm-hmm. Trails Rock gets out there, so it does bring a sense of pride, especially in your local community. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you guys. Do- yeah, we do that. That's my uh, running group. You it's know? My group, yeah. <laughs> and I think regionally focused um, areas is a is a nice way to grow that. Yeah, because right? it's your park. Yeah, it's your park. I, I walk in these parks. I run in these parks. Right. I walk my dog in the park. It is yeah. what we do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I take ownership. I love it, and um, I want to be associated with an organization that has those same value systems. Yeah. Right. We're not just coming in to run a race and then we leave. Mm-hmm. Right. No, no. When we want, yeah. and there's a tree down, we worry about that. If there's mm-hmm. a, right. you know, issues, we report that. Um, so the future has levels, and um, I'm excited <laughs> about it. Um, the growth, I think, is there. Um, yeah. yeah. But I have a lot of supportive people behind me. Yeah, I think that's always a huge key. Yeah. A community. Yeah, a community. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of people who are like. Honestly, the hardest part is keeping people down because they're excited, they they bought in, they understand the vision, they're excited. I just don't have the capacity to give them all that. Baby steps. 
so you know you want to but so developing that and um i'm just i was shocked at how much response i got from people yeah. who were willing to like i'll like tonight they're out at menden it's mm-hmm. going rain you can go home right it's yeah. cold but they're right. out there and they're excited about it That's i was just the, gonna say people are excited to yeah. be out there yeah um, it's super cool. We're we're excited to have you and the ambassadors on super board. Excited, yeah. um, we're very thankful, and we're excited to see where it goes. So, well, listen. Before we get to you wrapping up, um, I do want to mention since this is going to go out while registration is live, um, the registration for our last runner standing event is open. Um, we talked a little bit Speaking about Speaking of a community yeah, feel, we talked about it last week a little bit on the on the podcast, but that event is really cool. Um, and all of the details are on the website at trailsrock.org, but the, um, it's like 20 bucks. You can, you can run up to a marathon if you're fast enough, or you can get the most miles that you've run so far this year in a rather casual way. Um, so it's a really chilly neat, afterwards, yeah, a really neat event. It's great food after the, after the race. And, um, we all just hang out and support each other. So check that out. Um, last runner standing that's on our website. Um, and, then and also the group run information is there too. Yeah. yeah the group run. Yeah. So where can, where can they find all that? It's right on the website. Right. So it's on the trailsrock.org website for sure. Um, you'll see it in social media, different social media posts. Mm-hmm. Some people like Instagram, some people like Facebook. We would try to cover all those, but don't rely on the, on the website. Yep. The website will give you the time, the places, the upcoming events. And then um, if you're interested in a particular region, Ask about the regional ambassadors. We'll put you directly in contact with that person, and they'll help you walk that out. What races are coming up? What's yeah. the newest information? Where will I buy that sweatshirt? Because well, that's a different thing. But that <laughs> that sweatshirt, yeah. people love the Trails Rock logo. I yeah. don't know what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. A, the they, simplest thing. Yeah, love that Trails Rock logo, so, and it's really nice. Speaking um, of some swag, um, I'm on the website right now, and I'm looking at the Crescent Trail Project. It's oh right yeah, we top, didn't talk about it's that. Right on top of the group run page. Hmm. So the Crescent Trail Project is something. Um, that was created by HBO, um, Heather Bailey Ostrander, back in the day because she wanted to run uh, oh, all of the Crescent sure. Trail. And she she would say she wasn't a good runner. And she's like, oh, I just saw slow pokes in the back. But she was a strong runner. But she was like, I don't I don't want to do all this at once. And my friends don't want to do it all at once. And she's like, what if we broke this thing into segments, did it as a group, each weekend a different stretch of the trail, and then anyone that completes the whole thing will have an opportunity to pick up and purchase some swag that commemorates the accomplishment. And um, you guys are bringing that back, right? Yeah, actually, Andrea. Mm-hmm. Andrea brought that back, and yeah. it's her project. She was really enthusiastic about it. Again, yeah, it's broken up into nine parts. It gives everyone an opportunity to do three miles, mm-hmm. three to four-ish, um, at any given time on Sundays at 8 a.m. It's a great trail section. Yeah, it's but you're right. It, 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 you don't you don't want to eat that whole thing at once, right? So, and then again, you're part of a project. It's really and it I, I was, yep. and I think this yeah. year the swag is going to be some pretty neat um, winter pom pom style hats. Yeah. Um, and in speaking of being part of a project in a community, is you'll be able to look around and see who finished that project this That's year. Right. Who who's who's at your next winter event wearing that hat, and That's you right. got you feel that connection to that person. Like, hey, we did this thing. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so the Crescent Trail Project, all that information is on the website too, right? That is correct. Yeah, right on the top of the group run page, it looks like. So um, so check that stuff out. Check out our group runs. Hit Steven up. He'll, he'll introduce you to the ambassadors. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can see correct. some really beautiful stuff on Instagram that we post or some funny stuff sometimes too. Um, <laughs> 
and then um, we'll talk about just getting out in the woods because that's what we do, right? So. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, for being here tonight. Thank you again for heading up our group runs. And thank you all for being here to listen to us. Next week, we are going to be joined by another special guest. So next week, our special guest is going to be Michael Ballone. He is joining us to talk about Mofomidal. So if you don't know what Mofomidal is, you should definitely tune in. And even if you know what Mofomidal is, you should tune in because Valone is hilarious. We have some and fun banter back and forth. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to talk about Mofomidal and also talk about the art of a finish line. The art of the finish line. The old Genesee screamer will be on site. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Yeah. So stay tuned next week. Thank you so much for joining us this week, and we will talk to you all soon. Adios. Bye. Here we go now.